You're listening to the Christian Indie Artists and Songwriters Podcast, the place where faith, music, and life intersect. We exist to help Christian indie artists and songwriters just like you get songs heard. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the Christian Indie Artists and Songwriters Podcast. I'm your host, Brian, and on today's episode, we're going to talk about how to budget our time as an independent artist. But before we jump into that, it's almost Thanksgiving. The holidays are quickly approaching and I am super excited about it. I am a holiday fanatic. You might as well call me Clark Griswold. If you catch the reference, then you know exactly where my head's at on today being November 17th, 2021 and Thanksgiving next week. So I hope that you have some great and exciting and fun and relaxing plans coming up for the holidays. And I'm sure as episodes roll out over the next few weeks, there'll be more and more holiday-ish, maybe jingle bells, who even knows. But I'm excited to jump into this week's episode and it's all about budgeting our time as an independent artist. I think that there's a bunch of different aspects and elements to being an artist that we all know about. And I'm not gonna cover every single thing here because that would take hours and you're busy. You have a lot to do. You don't wanna hang out with me for 50 hours. Maybe you do. And if you actually do, you could go back through all the episodes because now we are into the 60s of our total episodes and it's been an amazing journey. So thank you for being a part of it. Whether it's your first episode today or you've been around over the past year. So I think that there are four main areas when it comes to our music journey. And again, this is gonna cover everything. It's not comprehensive, but the four areas that people talk about the most, and that is songwriting, music production, promotion, AKA marketing, and brand building. So there's a lot within those things, but my idea and hope with this is to kind of break it down and segment it into little parts because whenever I talk to other artists, the two main things that people say are the biggest hangups on their journey are finances and time. So maybe these work in tandem, I believe they do, but today's we're gonna focus on the timing aspect. So now that we've talked about the four actual categories, again, these are things that we talk about all the time, so you probably already know that, but I think it's important to try to figure out what is the most important to put your timing into because really if you think about it, no one thing is more important than the other because you may be an incredible producer, but if you don't have any good songs to work on, then your production is only going to get you so far. If you don't have an audience, but you write incredible songs, then you might write the best songs ever, but no one's going to hear them or a small amount of people are going to hear them if you don't have an audience because you've built up that audience. So let's jump into these four categories and talk about how much time estimated you could put into that on a monthly kind of basis and just try to figure out how to allocate your time, resources, and your precious energy into your music journey. So songwriting, we've all heard that a music journey, a music career all begins with the song. And I believe that's true, but just because it's the first step doesn't mean it's the most important. And it doesn't really have to be the first step because you could build an audience. But before I get ahead of myself, songwriting. So this comes in many forms. We do solo rights, we do co-writing, and then we also even do some writing in the production process, of course. Co-writing is great for a lot of reasons, but I think one of the most important reasons is because it gets songwriting on your calendar. That's a really important thing to allocate time to say, okay, on this date, this time, I'm going to be working on the craft of songwriting. And that's really powerful because that's a mental thing that'll let you realize, yeah, I'm actually working towards something. So. Average co-writes are about three hours. If you're like me and do them on Zoom, I always block out. I usually do co-writes from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern time. That's my general spot. That's when my house is the quietest 
and it's just the most focused that's within my creative window. So it's about three hours for that. Now there is a little bit after if you're doing demo stuff like me and possibly if you're doing some track building before, but in general, it's about three hours. So I would say to try and do a co-write once a month, that's 12 co-written songs in a year. And of course that might not seem like a lot or that might seem like a whole lot, but wherever you are on your journey, I think it's a good goal to do one co-write a month. And if you're working towards an album, you have a specific EP or something you want to work towards, of course, you can always up that time depending, but I think that's a good goal to set. And also, outside of co-writing with the solo writing thing, I think it's a great exercise to actually spend 10 or 15 minutes, maybe first thing in the morning, maybe before you go to bed, and kind of jot down some ideas. Maybe this is a title, maybe this is melody ideas, whatever it might be, but spending a little bit of time kind of working through some ideas because you could bring these ideas to co-writes or you might want to develop them on your own, whatever the case may be, but spending time in a creative space on a daily basis is really powerful because it keeps you in the creative zone because I think one of the things that keeps people from creating at the level that they want to be creating at is because they don't do it enough. So if you don't do it enough, it takes more energy and effort to kind of get back to where you're going. So if you're kind of doing that every day, it's a really good way to kind of keep those creative juices flowing. You'll have stuff to talk about, you'll have stuff to bring to a co-write, or you'll have stuff to work on on your own time. So. 15 minutes a day, 10 to 15 minutes a day, just build it into your routine, just like working out. It's, it's working out in your songwriting. But I think those elements is songwriting as a whole. And then of course the production side, you know, if you're working on co-writing on a regular basis and you're doing your creative exercises when you're in the studio and you might be in a creative place where you're writing in that space, then you'll have all of that stuff to lean on and draw from. So that's songwriting, about three hours per song, for a co-write, and then 10 to 15 minutes a day just to keep the creative juices flowing. So the next part of the music journey process that I wanted to cover here was the music production phase. Of course, that's something that I do as a full-time music producer every day of the week, but this can definitely vary in length, especially if you're recording your own stuff, if you're doing your own production, or if you're hiring someone else, or even if you are hiring someone else and it's remote or if it's in person, this can widely vary. But what is the music production phase? It's simply the phase of taking your songs and having them recorded, produced, and release ready, shareable ready. Now this is all different phases. It could be a full master recording, full band thing, or it could be a simple acoustic performance, whatever it might be, but that is the music production phase. Now, this has a wide range of possibilities as far as timing goes. I've worked on songs that have taken a couple weeks. I've worked on songs that have taken a few months. And I've worked on some songs that have spanned over the course of a year plus. It all just depends because life happens. Sometimes things have to stall, sometimes things have to be on hold, and sometimes things are in a big kind of hurry and we need to get them out quickly. So it just kind of depends on where you are in your season. But I would say in general, 15 to 20 hours I would say would be a good estimation for the production phase from start to finish. Now again, there's a lot of variables there. I just want to give a general idea. Now if you're going to a studio and you schedule out five hours to record, obviously that's going to be a part of that process, but then you go back and forth with the mix critiques, you send the songs to your producer or if you're producing yourself, whatever the case is, but in general, 15 to 20 hours, I would say, per song in the music production phase. So the next category is the promotion slash marketing point. Now, this is something that I feel like people talk about maybe the most next to songwriting is the promotion, the marketing aspect. Everybody wants to know how do you get your songs heard because that is really important. And since the tagline of this podcast is helping Christian and artists and songwriters get songs heard, we would need to talk about it. So in the, in the context of this conversation, when I'm saying promoting, I'm 
specifically thinking about a song release because I'm trying to go through the the whole process of writing, recording, releasing, and then building an audience as well, as far as getting a song out there. So when I'm saying promoting, I'm kind of meaning for one song. So typically when it comes to a pre-release strategy, three to four posts for that, I would say to, to allocate 20 to 30 minutes to develop in the post. Now you might be capturing some footage in the studio or you writing a song or building some kind of a lyric video or doing a acoustic performance but just to think about 30 minutes per post is a decent amount of time to allocate for a post so pre-release if you did three of those that's about an hour and a half of post time strategy for that pre-release and then something that my friend dave taylor who if you haven't checked out his episode yet go back it's a few episodes back with Dave Taylor, he talked about the 80-20 principle and so much more in music marketing, but he says that the post-release is just as, if not more important than the pre-release. And if you're like me, you definitely put a lot of energy into the pre-release, you're excited, you wanna get the song out there and let people know that it's coming out, but there's no actionable item. That's what Dave says, which is totally true. So yes, people can pre-save and people can share and people can be excited about your clips or whatever you're sharing. But in reality, until the song is actually out, they can't really do much with it. So with that in mind, a post-release, let's just double it because I like things that are symmetrical. So let's do three post-release posts that are 30 minutes each. So that is another hour and a half spent on three 30-minute posts, totaling three hours of six different posts to promote a song or EP or project that you put out. So it's not a ton of time. It might seem like a time a lot if you think three hours. Wow, how am I getting three hours? But you're thinking about this is spanned over, you know, anywhere from four to six weeks. So it's it's not as much if you divide it up like that. If you're just doing a, a 30 minutes per week kind of building into a release, then that's the kind of way you you can budget your time so that you can give yourself the right amount of space to be able to get it out. Because I think we get kind of in a frenzy. We feel like we're going to miss out. We're going to, we're not going to do the best job promoting our song so that people won't know about it. But if we can realistically look and say, okay, I'm going to give 30 minutes to this post to let people know that this song's coming out. I'm going to share my artwork. I'm going to share a snippet with the artwork, maybe do a headliner with the audiogram share that or I'm going to record a snippet of it and post that, but I'm going to give myself 30 minutes to do that. And I think that's a fair amount of time and you'll definitely hit that goal and you can see an increase with just 30 minutes per post. And I think that's a great way to approach promoting an upcoming single release. So the last one is audience or brand building. So I listened to a podcast by an incredibly smart guy named Graham Cochran and he says with an audience, anything is possible. Now, he might have not come up with that quote, but he's the first person I've heard say it, so I'm going to give him credit. So go check out Graham Cochran's podcast if you're interested in recording or in digital marketing slash business. So anyways, so with an audience, anything is possible. And I feel like we can see that is true, especially with the rise of social media. Because back in the day, unless you were in TV or on movies or a famous musician, it was kind of hard to be recognized or known. It was sort of this mysterious thing that you couldn't really figure out how to get there, but unless you were a famous person, nobody really knew who you were other than your awesome friends and family, which there is nothing wrong with that. That's great. But with the dawn of social media and the influencer, now you can kind of become known through social media. I mean, there's been plenty of people who have become big influencers through YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, whatever the case is, Snapchat, whatever the case may be, and it's possible now. So that's something that is really helpful to us as independent artists because we can be building a legit audience all around the world 
from our home, from our bedrooms or wherever we are, from our dorm rooms, that could never really happen before. Now, this started, you know, this started 15, 20 years ago now with the dawn of MySpace, which if you're on MySpace, hit the like button because you're my people. That's where I met my wife. That's a whole different story. But anyways, sidebar over. We can actually be building an audience every day by posting engaging content, letting people into our journey. And they want to know. We're all looking for authenticity. We're all looking for something to support and encourage. So we are in a great place to do that. So I think by spending 20 to 30 minutes a day getting out there on social media, just pick your favorite social media platform. It doesn't have to be anything super complicated or or complex, but just spend time engaging with others. That is the crucial key to winning on social media is spending time on the platform, engaging with other people. If you find yourself using a hashtag a lot for your particular post, search out hashtags, see who else is using that hashtag and go engage with their posts. If you see a great Facebook community like the CIS Facebook community, join it. If you're not in there already, then join it. Click the link below. But if you are, post in there, engage with people and you'll be amazed on how many people are ready and happy and excited to get to know you better and ultimately could become a fan of your music. Now the the key and the tension is we don't engage to receive engagement. But there is a law of reciprocity which states that in order for someone to give, someone has to receive. So if we're giving, if we're posting content, if we're posting helpful tips or videos or encouraging music or a good word or a Bible verse or whatever it might be, in order for us to give, someone has to receive. So just give. Keep giving keep engaging, keep making relationships. And that is how you build a brand. That's how you build an audience that actually cares and wants to know what you're doing because they know that you're being authentic and real and you're actually trying to help and serve them instead of just trying to get them to listen to your song. Because we've all got the DMs where people just want us to listen to their song, they just post a link. I can't understand why people do that because does that ever work? Does that ever really work if someone just sends you a song and you're like, oh yeah, that's the song I've always been waiting for? For me, no. Most of the time, honestly, it shows them messages that are I don't even get to. And if I do, I, I typically just delete them because if they don't want to get to know me. Why would I be interested in their songs? I'm not sure of that approach. So don't do that. Go out there, engage, spend 20 to 30 minutes a day searching out hashtags, like I said, that you're involved with, searching out good Facebook groups like the CIS group. Just comment on people. Just like people's stuff and watch what happens. It's incredible, and it is the key to success on social media and building a brand and building an audience. So that's it. As you can see, it can be time-consuming. You know, three-hour co-writes, doing 10 to 15 minutes a day of solo, just creative time. Then spending 15 to 20 hours in a song production. That's just for like one song. And then going out there and doing some promotion could be about three hours of total time to promote a song or project. And then building a brand 20 to 30 minutes a day, that adds up quickly. But, and my point and hope with all of this, is that you can see that when you break it down into small chunks, it is definitely doable and you can absolutely do this. And I think the most important part about it is it's handling it in a healthy way in moderation. Now, yes, there are going to be some times where you need to spend two hours on social media because you engage with so many people that they all wrote you back and you want to keep those relationships building. So you just got to do the time. But on average, if you just spend a little bit of time each day, that's the way that you get there. You don't hear this a lot on on YouTube and from all these marketing gurus. I mean, maybe you do. I don't know if I do. But I feel like the secret sauce, the most important piece of all of this stuff 
is consistency. So say you, you say it's way too much to spend 30 minutes a day building a brand. That's totally fine. Spend five minutes a day because five minutes a day is a lot better than 30 minutes one day and then nothing for two months. So whatever you can do, break it into as small chunks as you need to. But I would say that try to focus on these four areas. If you can only do two co-writes a year, then just do them. Get them on the calendar. If you can't spend 10 minutes a day doing working on solo stuff, you just got to think of it like a routine. When we build things into our routine, then they become normal. And it's not this extra thing we have to do. Because I feel like a lot of us get stuck in the trap where we feel like, oh, I just worked all day and my kids were going nuts and then the hot water heater broke. How am I supposed to have any creative time? But if it's a part of your every single day, for one, if you miss a day, it's not a big deal. But two, it's a part of your day so that you just do it. You don't even think about it. It's not one more thing you have to do. It's a get to because it's a part of your day. Especially for us who are doing things for God and consider ourselves Christian artists, all this stuff is devotional time and we can serve him with it. Now, it doesn't need to be our idol because that's a slippery slope and that's something we've all faced too that we put too much into it and sometimes we try to muscle it too much. But if we are doing it in moderation and healthy way and we're giving all glory to God through the process, he will expedite the process in ways we couldn't even imagine, but it's up to us to consistently step into it every day, do the work, and then watch what he does. So I hope that that makes sense. I hope that that encourages you. I'm always here and happy to help you. If you have any questions, comment below. Don't forget to subscribe, hit the bell icon if you're here on YouTube, and we will see you next Friday at 5 a.m. Eastern. We want to help reach as many Christian indie artists and songwriters as possible. And one way we can do that is with your help. So if you could take a minute and leave us a review on iTunes, that would be so appreciated. This is how the iTunes algorithm will push this content out to more and more Christian indie artists and songwriters. So like I said, if you could just take a couple seconds, leave us a review, that would be so awesome. It means so much to us and we would really appreciate it.